choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? This is Kels at KMTZ on Twitter. I'm back. Thanks for asking Kels Podcast. What's up, y'all? Happy New Year. It's January 2022. We made it. Um, it was my first uh, podcast of the new year. Um, I would like to tell y'all this is going to be long, but it's probably not because there is not a lot that has occurred between the last podcast and this one. We went through the holidays and not a whole lot going on, but I'm back. And so um, here we go. I got a little bit. Um, so first I want to give yours and negritude to Adele and her 30 album. Listen, that 30 album, you know, when it first came out, I played this, you know, this is typically what I do with Adele. First came out, I played it, played it, played it, played it, you know, just like in, in order first. Cause you know how she plays it. And then, you know, go through and pick out what songs you like. And, um, you know, my favorite on this album has changed consistently since it came out. Um, I re- a lot of people said they didn't like Take It Easy on Me. I really do. I really, really like that song because I like the sentiment of, of what she's saying, the words, um, and, you know, I, I just, I really appreciate it. Um, then I like I Drink Wine, very Winehouse-ish. Um, and then, I mean, my favorite probably on the album is um, Love is a Game for Fools. I just think it's a bop. But right now, my favorite song is Hold On. Bro, the way, the patience that that song builds with, how how long she takes to get to the, the break, and then it's sometimes loneliness, the only rest we get. Like, yo, Adele writes her face off, bro. Like, she writes, writes. And um, I just want to shout out, it's an amazing album. I love it. I play it all the time. It got me through the holidays. Not got me through, but, like, I've been playing it through the holidays, like that, between her and Mariah Carey. Of course, Kelly Clarkson's holiday album, Mariah's other holiday album, the one that she just put out for this year, um, Whitney, um, you know, the, the Preacher's Wife soundtrack, and her Christmas album. I just been, I listen to a lot of music over the holidays, because during, you know, when I work during the day, I don't, I, I mainly listen to podcasts, not, not a lot of music, so, um, I, I mean, I switch it up, but I mainly listen to podcasts, um when I gotta really concentrate and, and get down to something, I'll, I'll put music on cause you don't, you know, podcast, you gotta kinda pay attention to what they saying, but yeah, um, shout out to Adele, Years a Negritude, amazing album, it's still closed out number one, the end of the year, I think this week too, um, you know Adele Atkins is, is, is a beast, like you, you know, you can't fuck with her alright, so let's move on, um, so like I said, most of my stuff, since it's been a holiday, it's been watching TV, most of my stuff is TV related, I had a very relaxing holiday, I hope you all too, that was my plan, because like, I'm not sure, yeah, I've told y'all, I've been kind of go, 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 only vacation I took was for my birthday, and that was not that long, and y'all know I switched jobs and everything, I didn't take no time off, I just rolled right into it, so I really, really, really needed a break, really needed that break, and I took it, and I slept, I didn't do a whole lot, I just slept, 
in which you know I'm an old nigga now so sleeping in is like one day I made it to like nine and I think and that's cause I think that's the night I was drinking the um the um the, the coquito, so I had a little liquor in it, cause I ain't been really, you know, part of my diet, I ain't really been drinking, well I'm not on a diet, but I've been, I've been not drinking liquor, cause you know, I'm like, look, that's an easy way, you know, that's puts little 10, 15 pounds on you, that's an easy way to just drop some weight with no effort, so, you know, I mean, not that I've given up drinking, like if I go out, I'll have a drink, but like during the week, and like at home on the week, I don't, I'm not been drinking, um, but that night I did, so I think that's why I slept till nine, um, but, you know, I've rested, I, I didn't do too much, I, I went out around, you know, here a little bit, but you know, the, the um, the Amorian is, is back up, so, you know, it's not a whole lot you can do, um, or that I wanted to do, you know, I, I really gotta, it gotta really be, so I did go out to eat downtown, it gotta really be something special, you know, for me to go out right now, and go like inside and sit down and eat, I'm not being paranoid, listen y'all, I'm gonna be real with y'all, like, I'm over it, I've done, I've done everything within my control, I've done everything that I'm supposed to do, I wear my mask indoors, I'm, I'm, I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted, if they got another booster, I'll take whatever, like, I've done everything I could do, I'm not going, like, I'm, I'm just, I can't with the hysteria no more, I can't with the constant, with the mask, and who got the mask, and this testing is ridiculous to me, I'm not going to be testing like that, I'm telling y'all right now, like, listen, this messaging, about, I think Joe Biden is the only one that's doing proper messaging was like, you need to get vaccinated, okay cause all, we're not gonna keep doing this we need to wrap this up, we need to get vaccinated I, if you walk around Harlem, these lines for testing are long as fuck I just don't understand it, I know people have to test back to work, but it just seems silly to me and not and unsustainable when you can just require people to get vaccines I'm telling y'all right now, I'm not doing no fucking tests, if I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted the, the, the data says that um, this, or this is actually all the people in the hospitals right now for Marion, they're all unvaccinated it's very mild, I mean, you know people always want to nitpick, oh it's only my listen, the people, the scientists that do this they say, um, vaccinated people mostly don't have any symptoms or have very mild symptoms like, like a little slight cold I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted, I'm not testing every five minutes, if I got it and you unvaccinated, you playing with your life I don't know what to tell you, it's, it's, we, we, we going into January 2022, this, this shit started in March 2020, it's been two, it's two years now, so, you know, look, I'm not, I don't care, I'm not standing in these long ass lines, I don't give about no rapid tests, no PCR tests, if I needed to go to, like, I needed to go to Christmas party, fine, I'll do that, like a one-off event, fine, but I'm not doing this shit where I'm testing, I don't care, I'm vaccinated, if you're not, that's on you, I'm not responsible for keeping you alive, okay, I'm responsible for keeping me alive, so, and I just don't see it as sustainable, and I just don't think that it's coherent or realistic to to tell people who, you know, who are doing the right thing, who got their vaccinations, who got their boosters, that we still want you to wear masks everywhere, and we still want you to test, like, people are not gonna do all that, like, nigga, I'm not doing all of this to tiptoe around people who are not vaccinated. I just think we, it's like, come on, man. We need to wrap this shit up. If you're not vaccinated with vaccine mandate, you want to go into anywhere, you have to be vac. you have to show proof of vaccination. This is what we do with measles. I don't understand why we acting like this is brand new. You want to go flying, you got to be vaccinated. You want to go back to work, you got to be vaccinated. If you're not, you fire. We're not doing no testing. We're not doing none of that shit. It's a waste of time. It's too much money. Can't nobody find tests because all these fucking jobs, I don't understand why corporate corporations are not doing this, you're, it's, it's inefficient and it's expensive, when all you really have to do is require people to have vaccines, so, 
you know, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm over it, I'm done, if I catch up some variant and it take me out of here, then well look, it was just my time, it was just my time, because I did what I was supposed to do, and I had been doing what I was supposed to do, and I, and you know, to my knowledge, I've been COVID free this whole time, last time I test was before Thanksgiving sometime, well no, it was for the Christmas party when I was negative, if I have caught a Marion in that time, which it's possible, then, you know, I, I was asymptomatic, and oh well, alright, got just ran it for a little bit um, so like I said, most of this stuff is TV, um you know, Insecure Finale um I didn't like it, I'll be real with y'all I watched it to the end because, you know I fuck with Issa Hard and you know, I just wanted to see the end to me, that ending with her ending up with Lawrence is the same ending as Carrie settling for big, I just I, you know, but whatever, I guess I'm just glad it's over, that's, that's all I can fucking say, I'm just glad it's over I'm glad Issa D got what she wanted but like, I've been saying Lawrence is just, he doesn't He she gonna be pushing that man for the rest of her life, cause if she had not made the steps and took the moves to, to get back with him they still would not be back together cause he damn sure wasn't gonna do it, cause he doesn't do anything unless he's pushed, so um, you know, I just didn't like it I was glad for Molly though, shout out for Molly y'all know if y'all listening to this I've been sticking with Molly since day one I said Molly was a ride or die and when you have people like that, you don't let them go for the little petty shit that y'all were talking about, you know, and Molly finally found her husband and I think he's cool as fuck and I'm glad, I'm glad I stuck by Molly and Molly's ending was the best one to me um you know, people talking about Issa want to be, look, it ain't nothing wrong being a stepmom, it, that's not it, it's just to me, I just don't, I don't like Lawrence, I don't like dudes like Lawrence, because of what I just said, and had she not done that, he would never have done it, he would have just kept rolling through holes, and, and just, just staring from afar, looking across the room, and never making a move, and never saying nothing, and I mean, if that's what you like, God bless, but I can, I, ugh, no ma'am, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm looking very forward to see what Issa Rae has coming next, because I like her, she's amazing, and I just wish her all the best, and that series, people call it a revolutionary, I don't know about all that, but it was groundbreaking, and it was, um, I won't say a culture, well, it's, you know, Insecure is in a weird place for me and people of my generation, because Gen X and older, we grew up with black programming all our lives, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, we always had black program, we always had black shows, y'all millennials, um, grew up in a time where, you know, that changed, and everything was white-centered and white-focused, and so y'all act, y'all get a show like Insecure, get the, and y'all just act like it's the greatest thing you ever seen, and nobody's ever done it, and it's just doing all these things that it's not really doing, you just don't have the exposure, so, but what I, so, I mean, I'll give Insecure, um, you know, I'll give Insecure a cultural reset tag for a couple things, um, you know, all black professionals and Nathan, um, you know, dark-skinned women, um, black women and black men, it wasn't, you know, y'all know how y'all do with the interracial shit, you know, kept, filmed in South Central, celebrating South Central where she's from, celebrating black people being among black people, our culture being, it was, it was, it was not for the white gaze, if white people wanted to watch, that's fine, but it was not a black show targeted as, 
a, I don't know what you call it, an entree for white people to experience black people. That's not what it was. It was a black show for black characters, black uh, people, and if y'all want to watch, fine. And I thought it was great for that, and, and I wish we could have more of that because, you know, uh, most of most of the black content we have, in my opinion, is made by people who spend their time or who are the black friend or and or spend their time defining blackness for white people and we just did not grow up like that we first of all we didn't grow up white people when we came we're coming up we were building this culture and hip hop and all of that shit my generation gen x white people got in where they fit in if they got in right we didn't even always get in, we wasn't inviting y'all to everything, we wasn't, if you know some shit, but we wasn't inviting y'all to everything, y'all wasn't a part of everything, we didn't really care where y'all were there or not, it basically was like look, y'all can watch that shit from over there and do whatever y'all do, but like y'all y'all, this is our thing here this new shit y'all do, where y'all wanna run and tell the black people everything explain blackness everything, that's you know, cause y'all grew up, y'all was the only black or only one or two blacks in your school and all your friends was white we didn't come up like that, we came up in, in integrated schools, we had blacks, whites Mexicans, everybody had their own, you know little shit, so, you know it. I, I like it for that, because it's a reset, so I, I'll give it a cultural reset tag for that, because it harkens back to the stuff we had in the 90s where it was the Cosby show, the different worlds the Martins, the um all that stuff used to come on WB and UPN, and, and, and what was that joint, Uptown, what was it, New York the detective show um, Uptown Undercover, New York Undercover, um, all that, all of those 90s shows that we had for us, um, it's a cultural reset back to that, so, I love it for that, and I hope it ushers in more, and I wish, I mean, I know, I don't, you know, she don't need me to wish her anything, she's fucking amazing, and I know she's gonna go on and do great things, but I'm just a really big fan, I was a fan, I'm, I'm a fan from day one, I was a long time fan, you know, when I, again, when I was sending my little money for her to keep, uh, uh, awkward black girl going, and I'm just very proud of her, her progress, and I'm looking forward to seeing much more, and just how, I didn't watch the documentary, cause I just didn't, but the other, um, the other thing that I, I think it was special for is how many people she put on, and I've listened to almost all her interviews that she's given, where she talks about how, you know, these people, they come to Hollywood, and they get so focused on moving up, and connecting with this one and that one, and she was like, she didn't do that, she connected out, who's around you, she put so many people on, she gave so many people careers, and, and, and that's, I mean, that's the dopest part to me, because what do we say all the time, these people get out, a lot of these Hollywood, black people, they get out to Hollywood, and all they want to do, their whole team is white, and all they want to do is get that crossover audience, and they want to marry the white woman, and they don't want to be the black this and the black that, and it's like, why not, man, black people are the best, we the flyest, we, everybody is trying to be us, and here you go out here not trying to be black, cause, cause you, like, ashamed or whatever, I don't know what the fuck be going on with y'all, but, black people are amazing, and everybody knows it, the whole world knows it, that's why they stay fucking sweating us all the goddamn time, because they're trying to figure out where our magic comes from, and, and, and I just think it's very corny when people try to fucking play that down, or try to be, you know, fit in, or oh, you know, I don't want to be the, the black actor, why not? What's wrong being a black actor? Black Being a black actor is fucking amazing, so Issa didn't play into that shit, and I appreciate it. Um, 
you know, so yeah, that's that's all the good things I say about it and about her. But I hated that finale. I just I just did. I didn't want her to end up with either one of them. I wanted it to to time jump sort of like it did, and just Issa be like deep in her career, deeply blowing up, and with some whole other person who was just as fly as she was. That's that's what I wanted. Um, all right. Real quick, shout out to the Eagles. They actually made the playoffs. Um, look. Everything we doing now is on borrowed time. We play in our house money. I thoroughly don't expect us to go too far because although, you know, listen, I got to give credit with credit to Jalen and Coach Sirianni strung together four wins and, you know, have it turned around. We started out the season two and five. We ended up nine and seven. They turned the season around. Um, I think that the defense is defensive coordinator needs to go. I think that, you know, we haven't beaten any elite teams because our defense is terrible and elite quarterbacks tear us up because we have a defensive coordinator that makes no adjustments, not aggressive at all, doesn't show any different looks, doesn't blitz, doesn't do anything, and a good quarterback can just stay on the field and pick him apart all day. So I think he needs to go. I think Sirianni has earned another season because he's made the playoffs. I think Jalen Hurts is still making mistakes, but I think he has the right attitude and he improves weekly and he doesn't make excuses. And I think he knows the mistakes he's making and he's, you know, I think he's going to get there. So I can say, I think he's going to get there. I think him and the coach are young. I think they're clicking. I think they're working it out together. I think they're learning each other's style. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel good about the kid. I, I, you know, he's staying in the pocket longer. I I just, I can see the progress. He still, you know, he still makes mistakes, but, you know, I, it's, he's a sec. he's, this is his first full year as starting quarterback and he's got him in the playoffs. Are we going to go far? No, but, a lot of other teams that, you know, were picked to be way better than us are not in the playoffs and had terrible seasons. We started out 2-5, and five, we ended up 9-7. and seven. We got our last game with the Cowboys, but everybody down with COVID, so who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Um, you know, they might call me up to come play in the game. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, you know, hey, we in the playoffs. So, shout out to them. All right, um... So I just want to say quick, and I've spoken on this before, you know, it's a lot of dope movies coming out in theaters only. Um, In theaters only is not getting anybody into theaters, so a lot of these movies are flopping. I don't know what y'all are doing, West Side Story, um, all these movies that if you put them on Netflix or you put them on Prime, they would clean up, and I don't know what the issue is because Sandra Bullock, Halle Berry, uh, Tessa Thompson, all these people that are putting their movies on stream, and some of them, a passing came out in theaters first, and then it hit stream. All these people that are doing that are are hitting blockbuster numbers because we've been home for two years now, and you're not just going to force people back into theaters with theaters only, theaters are expensive, the ventilation is trash, it's it's just, it's a waste of time, we all have big TVs now, we all have the surround sound, we all have the home theaters, we'd rather just sit here, eat our own food, go to our own bathroom, you know, do what we gotta do, it's not happening, so it's a whole lot of great movies coming out that I would love to see, I just got away from the history, I ain't seen Spider-Man, I mean, y'all know I'm not into the comics, but I do like Zendaya, um, I'm trying to Spider-Man with this Sony shit is kind of whack, cause I'm, I'm trying to watch the first one, apparently there was whatever the one the first one that came out with them, I've never seen that trying to watch that, can't find it on nothing I don't know what it's on it, I thought it would be on Disney, it ain't on Disney it's not on nothing, um, not on HBO Max, um what is on HBO Max though is, um um oh, the Matrix 
Resurrection? I was so excited about the Matrix Resurrection. The, the ads look great. The previews look great. That is... I didn't even finish it, y'all. I turned it off, like, maybe half hour, 45 minutes in, because I was like, oh... I heard it was bad, but I was gonna watch it anyway, because, you know, I don't really trust y'all's movie tastes. Um, anyway. But, no, it was... I couldn't get through it. And I was like, this... I'm not... I'm not gonna finish this. Like, some stuff I stop, and I'm like, alright, I know I'm gonna finish it eventually. That's, I'm not, that's like what I told y'all with Power to Talk, but I just was like, I'm not, I Googled it. I ain't even Google Matrix, because I mean, you know, we all know what the Matrix is about, but, I, terrible. Um, um, so, I want to go back, I mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again, because I didn't give it quite the glowing review that I probably should have now that I'm in it, well I finished the first season, The Wheel of Time <coughs> sorry y'all, excuse me I do not have COVID I just have regular, you know a little winter cough related bro, yo, do not go in these stores coughing dog, you cough in the store motherfuckers be looking at you like they ready to jump you no, I was try. I held my shit in, I sw- you know how sometimes you swallow and it goes down the wrong pipe, I'm in the store with the mask on, cause you know, it's different to breathe with the mask on, swallowed, that shit went down the wrong pipe, I was trying not to cough, trying not to cough, but I just had to let it out, man, I cleared the whole aisle out, and everybody was looking, and I was like, I'm, I'm just, I need water, I just, I'm good, I had to go outside, take the mask off, clear the, um, clear my airway, and come back in, and niggas like, do not cough in these stores, yo, um, but yeah, The Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. I, I mentioned it to y'all before. I think when I mentioned to y'all, it was on like episode five or six. I said it was good and it was holding my attention and it was, but like it's really good. Like I'm not gonna say it's great, fantastic. Like it's not good as Game of Thrones. I'm not gonna lie and tell y'all that. It's not. And it's quite different. It's in the same vein of Game of Thrones, but it's quite different. It's not as dark. It's not as, um, it's not as. It, it does have, like, a, a story behind it, like Game of Thrones, but it's not as, it's not in that vein, it's, it's, it is a fantasy vein in a fantasy world, and you know, different groups and different things, but it's more, it's more, like I say, it's closer to a Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit type thing than, um, than Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is very dark and very, you know, spooky and witchcraft and very, you know, raping and murder, it ain't, it ain't like that. Um, but it's, you know, it's edgy, but it's really, really good, um, if you like that kind of stuff, it's a nice watch, um, it, the story is, is, um, easy to follow, they, uh, it's just, it's good, and the act, it's very diverse, cause I didn't really want to watch, cause I was like, oh, this looks like some white feminist shit, but it's not, it's very diverse, um, the women, the Isodine, who are like the powerful, uh, order of women who are like do magic and keep everything together, they're very, they have all races, skin color, they did a good job, it's the Diasodine Seat, which is um, played by Sophia Kendo, if you know anything about Sophia Kendo, she be acting her ass off and, and she does in this one too and she makes an entrance, I'm not gonna, it's some spoilers in it that I'm not gonna give y'all, but when she finally makes her, her entrance and we introduce her to, to her as an Isodine Seat oh my god it was just grandeur on top of grandeur, um, amazing, um, yeah, so if you, you know, you have time, check it out, it's, it's, I think y'all will like it if y'all, if y'all like that kind of stuff, um, and it's on Prime, and it's the whole, it's 
all out now, so the whole season is, is done. I think it's like nine or ten episodes. It's one character on there, though, I cannot stand. She get on my nerves. This Conjurer girl, all she do is fucking bitch and moan, and it's like, girl, the lady saved you from your village with these fucking demon things was coming through and killing everybody, and you just, if you don't want to trust her and do what she say, go the fuck back where you are. Like, all she do is save your life and keep y'all out of trouble, and every, she asks her to do something, she questioning, why you know, I don't trust her, it's like, why don't you trust, what do you mean? I could've left you there to die, girl, I don't need you. So, it's, she's just annoying, I just, her character is very annoying to me, cause it's like, always, she's just very rude, and don't wanna do nothing, and every, just questioning everything, and it's like, girl, can you just follow directions, this lady done saved y'all from every fucking thing, can you just, just, do what the fuck she say, or go the fuck back where you came from, cause just, you know, ain't nobody holding you here, you're not a prisoner, so, uh, she's annoying, but, um, yeah, shout, shout out to that, so, the other thing I wanted to talk about, it's been some controversy, so, it's like that, on HBO Max, is the, you know, the reboot of Sex in the City, and, um, I'm not sure if I told y'all this before, but Sarah, if, and a spoiler alert, if, if you, I'm about to spoil some shit, so if you ain't watched it yet, even though this episode I'm talking about is like almost three weeks old now, two weeks, whatever, um, Sarah Ramirez plays like this, um, uh, she's a, what did she say? Non-binary? I don't really be knowing, when they say non-binary, I don't really know what that means, because when I say somebody's a lesbian, they be like, non-binary, I'm like, I don't, what did that mean? apparently she sleeps with women I don't know if non-binary means you sleep with men too. I, this lady to me, if I had to say she was something, I'd call her a butch lesbian, but I, if non-binary is something different, then I'll that's what she is um, <coughs> all I know from non-binary is they use they, them but I don't, I don't know nothing about it but, um that's Sarah Ramirez's character her character is doing the most to me, it's like if Tumblr were a person, just every issue, everything, all this, just all in one person, she a bind, I'm, she a, uh, I, whatever, um, but that's a character, she plays Carrie's boss, Carrie's like doing this god-awful podcast with her and this Asian dude, and that's her job, and she's Carrie's boss, and, um, Miranda is, um, like, having this drinking problem, and letting her son talk to any kind of way, her son got this fast-ass girl up, and I'm like, Miranda, what is going on? So, anyway, um, long story short, cut into the most recent episode, I think it comes on tonight at midnight, the newest one, but the most recent episode, there's, um, Carrie has to get surgery for, like, this hip condition that she's had since she's a kid, she thinks she has, like, an old lady back, and it turns out that she has, like, this congenital birth the fact that she never knew and never got fixed, so she gets the surgery, and, you know, she needs, like, them to take care of her after the surgery, so, Charlotte, my boo, puts a little spreadsheet together when they all go and, you know, take turns and watch her or whatever, so it's Miranda's turn, and, um, Carrie's boss, who, I again, I just think is doing the most, and just the most, so Carrie is home from surgery, she on painkillers and all this shit, and, you know, just can't get around, and, you know, she needs to go to the bathroom or whatever, can't get around, on surgery, blah, 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 um, so, the boss comes over, brings tequila and weed, which, I'm like, what, what am I doing with tequila?
supposedly, I, I, my friend was telling me that um, it's because the last episode they were on, Carrie got real loose on the tequila, so her boss was bringing her to tequila, so she getting, I was like, okay, cool, fine, because at first I was like, why are you coming over here like a teenage delinquent to your, bringing me tequila and weed, like some kind of fucking, I don't know, um, teenage delinquent, but, so that irritated me, but then, I mean, it's still kind of irritating me, but whatever, and Miranda is there, because it's Miranda's turn on the spreadsheet, and somehow her and Miranda end up in the kitchen while Carrie's like sleeping drinking a tequila and smoking weed in Carrie's apartment, this is in Carrie's apartment, now people who smoke weed don't necessarily smoke in their apartment because they don't want their apartment smelling like weed, that shit gets in everything and people who smoke it be it cigarettes or marijuana, they'll swear to you that you can't smell it, and that's because your nose has gone dead to it, when other people who don't smoke like that walk into your apartment, we smell it um so they in there smoking and drinking while Carrie, so Carrie wakes up and has to go to the bathroom, and you know, she's coming, she's woozy because she's on painkillers and shit, so she can't, I've been on painkillers before, like you can't, you know, you're a little off, you can't, your voice is, it's just, you be off, so she's trying to, she got to pee, she's trying to go to pee, she's struggling, she can't get up, she called her Miranda, but she can't get it out loud because again, she's coming out of this, you know, painkiller sleep, um, and Miranda's in the kitchen with her, with Carrie's boss, getting finger fucked, and making all this goddamn noise, and Carrie, because they in the New York apartment, is seeing them, but Miranda can't hear her overall, and so apparently, and if you, I'm almost everybody's seen this scene by now, and I was just shocked and appalled, because apparently people for, were trying to make, like, Carrie was in the wrong, and was doing the most, and being judgmental, and making it about her, because she was upset that Miranda, who is married, by the way, to Steve, and who was there, according to Charlotte's spreadsheet, to, you know, watch Carrie for whatever her little shift was, was in Carrie's kitchen, smoking weed, drinking tequila, and getting finger-fucked by Carrie's boss, well within Carrie's vision. Apparently, these people, Carrie made it about her, and she was being, listen, man, I don't know, some of y'all are like, I don't understand y'all at all, I don't understand where all this shit comes from, I don't understand what the fuck y'all be talking about, ever, I don't understand like how y'all just, I be thinking, do y'all just think of goofy shit to say and just run with it, like, like, how is she being judgmental, when you are in my apartment with my boss, you know how awkward and inappropriate that is, you know what kind of position you're gonna put, now I gotta go to work knowing that this lady done been knuckle deep in one of my best friends, like, come on, y'all, and then, like, she had to pee, so Carrie couldn't, she ended up peeing, tried to pee in this jar, and spilled it on the mattress, so now she got fucking piss on her sheets and on her mattress, because Miranda's in the kitchen getting finger-fucked by the lesbian, uh, non-binary, just just all kinds of out of pockets, but you know, listen any kind of foolery that somebody want to do, there will always be a line of niggas to, to, to uh, defend it and claim why it ain't nothing wrong with it, and I just I, I just need that shit to stop, cause I just feel like that's why we are unraveling that threads, because we are losing the recipes, we are losing our principles, we are losing our integrity we are just, we are just there's no accountability for anything it doesn't matter how ridiculous something is it doesn't matter how out of line something is how over the line, how out of pocket there will be somebody that will stand up and defend it as some kind of, you got an issue or or, or they got an issue it's always some kind of something, it can just never be nigga, you are fucking bugging right now, cut that shit the fuck out you, you, you know you ain't supposed to be doing that shit, 
she never that. So, um, you know, I just, I just wanted to say that because now that more people have seen the episode, more people are coming around. Like y'all, like Carrie was Miranda's bugging, but when it first came on, I was like, "Am I crazy? Am I an old nigga?" I mean, I know I'm an old nigga, but like, am I? I'm like, am I getting to the age where I'm out of touch and all these, you know? But no, that's not it. Y'all, y'all, y'all be bugging because I'm pretty, you know. I'm not. I'm pretty. I let a lot of shit ride, and I'm not like the prude. I don't jump on everything, but like some shit is just like y'all are just doing, y'all, y'all, do y'all hear yourself? Y'all need to, like, y'all need to get your head out your asses sometime and understand that you are talking crazy. Um, yeah, so, moving on from that, but, um, I like the show a whole lot, um, uh, some people are, have complaints about it, I get it, I, I, I just... I like the show for what it is. I, you know, I was not a huge section. I did watch Sex in the City, but I wasn't like, you know, some people are like huge, huge, huge fans. I wasn't, but I did watch it every, you know, I watched it. You know, I didn't, it's a show I watch regularly, but I wasn't like a, a, a groupie or whatever, right? Um, you know, some people mad because Samantha's not bad. Personally, I never, Samantha was always my least favorite character. I never really, I just, she's just always my least favorite character. I don't, you know, if she, I don't need, I don't think there's anything missing from the show because she's not there me personally, um, I think they're doing fine without her, um Charlotte was always my favorite character and Charlotte and, and her new friend Lisa who's played by Nicole Ari Parker are now both my favorite characters um, they call it Charlotte and Black Charlotte which is funny cause it's so accurate um, but I like the show you know, I, the Sarah, it's, it's you know, it's not perfect but I like it for what it is, it's a reboot, they're older now, their, their lives are changing you know, they, it's, um, Big has died, you know, I, I like it for what it is, is it, is it knocking me out my socks, no, but, you know, I like it for what it is, and I'm, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, I, we can see where Miranda's gonna go, and they, and I appreciate, look, the Sam Ramirez character is doing the most to me, but I will, um, but I, it's fine, because I appreciate that, the effort that they are making to be, more inclusive, they have, you know, Miranda's Law Professor's a black woman, I, and I, I'm not gonna beat them over the head for it, because I appreciate that they are making, same thing I said about the L word Generation Q, there's still issues, but I'm not gonna beat them over the head with it, because I see that they have really listened to the critiques from before, taking it into, in, in seriously, and are really trying to do better, and so I'm not gonna beat them over the head if it's not perfect, okay, um, yeah, shout out to uh, and just like that, I, I I don't I will say I don't like it. I would why can't they just call it Sex in the City again? <laughs> I mean, like I don't know something. I don't really like that. Just like that, but whatever. Um, we'll ride with it. Okay, and then finally, 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 some of us know this. Some of us are new to it, or I guess weren't aware of it. But um, CNN on New Year's Eve is the best New Year's Eve show. If you don't know, now you know. For like three or four years running now, it's been the best show that I can remember because they basically let all their hosts being um, Don Lemon, um, whoever that white lady is, Anderson Cooper, and um, Andy Cohen get sh- just black shit face drunk on CNN and just be drunk on CNN. And it is so great. It is the New Year's Eve. It's Don Lemon be... be <laughs> keeping it real, everybody just be keeping it real and drunk, and I just love it, and I don't, I, apparently not everybody watches, I guess some people watch, 
what is it, NBC, I don't know what y'all be watching, but if y'all don't watch CNN on New Year's Eve, y'all are missing it, cause it be lit, they be on there just, just <laughs> saying, just drunk on New Year's, it's, it's always awesome, Don Lemon was on there talking about with, with the, um, black girl host talking about they don't want no more broke dick Andy Cohen who's speaking for all of us told Mayor de Blasio that he was the worst mayor, he ran New York City into the ground and sayonara sucker and it was amazing, it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen, he was speaking for so many people but apparently, you know, he got in trouble cause I'm pretty sure bitch ass de Blasio called down CNN because CNN got some nerve to be talking about he was unprofessional, he was out of line with all the shit that y'all been putting on and focusing on and all these goddamn January 6th goddamn terrorists and, and, and um, rioters and insurrectionists that y'all been putting on TV and trying to humanize and trying to make like normal people and all this bullshit and, and crackpots that y'all been putting on the goddamn TV saying all kind of outrageous racist bullshit had a dude on there the other day his dumbass describing the coup and talking about George Soros and all this whole bullshit that was actually MSNBC but CNN, CNN do similar shit but but Andy Cohen who did not cuss one time just said cause they were about to um, swear in the new mayor at midnight just said Bill de Blasio you just did your fucking you know celebratory walking around New York he basically was like fuck you you was a t- he didn't say fuck you but the, the gist was fuck you a terrible mayor celebrating what you ran this city into the fucking ground and we glad you're gone and I never seen a statement more true or more felt by more people and good for Andy because he said he apologized for, he, he was like he don't regret anything he said he don't take anything back he said but he apologizes for um I forgot what he did I guess he said for like he said, whatever he said, I dug it, cause he was like, I'm not apologizing for what I said, I don't, I didn't say anything that I don't think was untrue, but you know, if y'all felt the way about it, sorry, you know what I mean, basically it's what he said, he's like, but he has no regrets, and I just appreciated it, cause I was like, I know CNN ain't trying to fucking act like he was out of line with all the bullshit, I mean, Don Lemon was talking about broke dick, you know what I mean, like, come on man, so, um, you know, just, just, it was, this year though, they were in rare form, it was, if y'all don't know, now y'all know, y'all need to watch CNN, CNN, um, New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve, cause they go in, they be drunk as hell, <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh, mosquito bite, um, yeah, so, this is the first episode back, I told y'all it wasn't gonna be long, and it is not, it just wasn't a lot to go over, I have some, I have a few more things to say, the new mayor's, um, sworn in now, everybody is having a fit, their panties in a bunch, because they swear, this guy's going, he's gonna be the new Julian, listen, I live in New York City, and I have a lot of friends who are New York City, but I think New York City liberals are, like, the most histrionic and detached from reality people ever, if you are not, let everybody run around on drugs and out in the street and no arrest and defund the police and let people do what they want to do, then they calling you a conservative. I don't think people who voted for Eric Adams are conservatives. I voted for him second. Um, we have this rank voting shit now. I voted for him second because he was black. I basically voted for all the black people. I voted Maya, Maya Wiley, who are first and him second because they was black. After that, I really didn't care. Um, I just wasn't voting for um, Yang and nobody else did either, um, but like, 
the man ain't even been mayor a week, and everybody, they, they just, every press conference he gets, he's not, you know, the dude is a cop, he came, he's a working class background, he came as a cop in Brooklyn, and he's just not the greatest public speaker, he's probably gonna need, he's, I mean, he's, listen, you're the mayor of New York, sir, you're gonna have to get media training, you're gonna have to do better than what you're doing, but he's not so bad to where people don't understand, people know what he's trying to say, he's just not super eloquent, like, he talks like, you know, that old uncle at the, at the, um, your uncle that come up, and his style, and his slang is just, like, always, like, ten years behind, he's still talking about swagger, it's like, nigga, who says that anymore, like, nobody say that no more, he's that dude, you know what I mean, the uncle with the Bluetooth in his ear, and you know, Jordans and you know, you know it just, but it's just off it's, you know, he's it's just, he's stuck in like 2003 you know, with his, everything about him that's, that's, that's Eric Adams, so they picking apart every fucking thing he says everything he does, now I'm not saying I, you know, some of the stuff is not problematic I'm just saying that the man ain't been mayor for, for a, a week yet and there is just people swearing he gonna be Giuliani, cause he was a cop and he was endorsed by Giuliani and I'm just like, do y'all understand how fucking terrible of a mayor Bill de Blasio was, do y'all understand how deep into the fucking ground he has driven this city with his bullshit and I just don't think Eric at anything is gonna be better than that, and there is so much daylight between the shit Rudy Giuliani was doing and the fuck shit that de Blasio has allowed to go on, there's so much daylight between those two things, if this dude is even halfway between those two things, which I think he will be, it'll be an improvement, but like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop pretending like, this shit ain't fucked up, y'all have to stop pretending like, people are, are lying or making shit up when they say violent crime is on the rise y'all gotta come up here to Harlem, to 125th, 124th all up and down Lenox and probably 8th Avenue too, but mainly Lenox, and look at all these fucking drug addicts and crackheads and heroin addicts out in all times of the day and night, just doing drugs out in the open, just laying out in the sidewalk, y'all gotta come out here and see this shit this is what people are, dope fiends on people's brownstones, these brownstones cost millions of dollars, and these motherfuckers be smoking the other day, well not the other day, a few months ago I told you I was walking back from the gym, and this fucking girl, I mean it's like 3 in the afternoon, kids out of school, everybody out walking around, she walking with a crack pipe, slips on right on me, in the middle of Lenox Avenue, on 126, or the corner of 126 in Lenox, what is that, corner store, a corner, what's that, corner joint, what's that restaurant right there right behind there on the first brownstone, she just stops right on the steps and and smokes a crack pipe 3 o'clock in the afternoon everybody's out, kids walking by stroll, the lady, the white people was pushing their kid, and this bitch is smoking crack like we are not exaggerating and y'all motherfuckers keep citing these national crime statistics, don't nobody want to hear that shit, violent crime is up and this shit is out of fucking control and y'all just sound crazy to me, oh we gonna go right back to Giuliani, if we do, we do I don't think we are, but if we do, it'll be what, hey then that's what happens when you have a mayor who lets shit get to this point this is how it happens I don't think so, I don't think we're going back to that, um you know, I think dude is talking tough right now. I've been, I think, I think the 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 uh, I think this. You know, the mayor of New York City is is bright lights. It's a big platform. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, Brooklyn Borough cop. I think he'll realize that, and I think the gravity of the position. He'll either rise to the occasion or he won't. Um, but 
you know, I think that people need to chill at fucking, what was it, sworn in on the first, it's the fifth, I think people need to chill out with all this, oh, he's gonna be disaster, and he's gonna be put, bring back stop and frisk, I don't think that that stop and frisk is something that you can bring back in 2022 with all the stats and everything that we know about it now, but, you know, people made, people had a problem because, you know, and I'm sure it was a publicity stunt, but, you know, he was somewhere in the projects, I think, and there was some people drive, uh, fighting down on the street, and he made a big deal of calling the police cruiser to, to roll through, and I was like, oh, Giuliani, Giuliani, oh, and I was like, it, like, dog, <coughs> there is so much, excuse me, hold on, like, that's the shit I'm talking about, though. Did he go down there and arrest them? No. All they did was call the car. Car rolled through, the dude stopped fighting and walked off. And, like, sometimes that's all it takes is police presence. You don't have to get out. <coughs> excuse me. You don't have to get out, stop, frisk, search people. Sometimes just your presence. And that's what he was doing. Like, yo, the car rolled through, the guys walked off, problem solved. And I don't understand why everybody has such a problem with that. Like, <coughs> like, y'all understand we need police, like, I don't get this, like, this fucking histrionics about this guy going, yeah, he's gonna come in and he's gonna reinstitute policing because the shit that we doing right now is not working, but get a man a fucking chance, dog, y'all ball suck de Blasio for eight years, I've been saying since he got elected, he was a terrible fucking mayor, he was full of shit and this she drove this city into the fucking ground, and y'all just, everything he wanted to do, kept defending him, kept defending him, now this man been there for five days and everybody done already just decided that the shit city going to shit, newsflash city already went to shit so, you know I'm just like, yo, get a dude a chance um and I mean, I'll have more to say on him, I'm not even gonna get into it, like, they just, everything he says, they picking it apart, he's not the best, you know, apparently not a good public speaker, he definitely needs to work on that, because you are the mayor of New York, New York City, it's a big platform, the lights are bright, you can't be up there sounding like you sounding right now, but, at the same time, people know what the fuck he's trying to say, they know the points he's trying to make, and, and, and if it's gonna be four years of just picking his little, everything he say, just parsing his words all out of context, and acting like y'all don't know what the fuck he's talking about, that's gonna be annoying as shit, that's all I gotta say, um, yeah, alright y'all, so, um, that's the first episode back, it's not the longest, but you know how I do, I'll get y'all on, a, you know, another app, um, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, like me, rate me, tell a friend, I'm on all the places where you can find podcasts, um, email, which I never check, but I'll give it out anyway, thanks for asking, uh, podcast at gmail.com, but you'd be better off hitting me up on Twitter at KMGZ, or thanks for asking on Twitter, either one, it's way to get to me, because I don't be checking, excuse me, I don't be checking that email, <laughs> alright y'all, um, you know, it's Wednesday, hump day, we got two in the wake up, um, you know, uh, have a good one. Peace.